What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. So how was everybody's Juneteenth? How was your, I believe this is the second Juneteenth where it is a federal holiday. Everybody um, invited to the cookout, the virtual cookout, the figurative cookout. How was y'all's Juneteenth? I work at a day job where we get off Juneteenth. So I had the day off, okay? Because in celebration of my ancestors, okay? Now granted, I, from what I'd gather based on research from my own ancestry documents and searches and queries, I am not a descendant of enslaved black people who were in Texas. But for the sake of my people, I'm going to say my ancestors when talking about the black people who were original Juneteenth celebratory uh, folk, okay? Juneteenth was originally started in Texas because that is where this, in this particular incident, the black people were still enslaved, were notified that they were in fact free. But one thing that's also happening is a lot of people are now uh, coming out with more research to say that Texas wasn't the last place that had enslaved black people. There were other places that came after the fact that were they're yet to be freed per se. So I'm gonna do my due diligence and get the deets on that because y'all know I love me some black history, okay? Y'all know I love me some black history and y'all know I like to be out here knowing the facts. You ain't about to tell me something I don't know about no black history. So I'm going to do my research and figure out what the, what the real is when it comes to dates and the last people in this country that were emancipated from the shackles. But the point of me discussing this on black news, and again, it's going to be a noisy episode y'all where I am. It's just loud. Okay. It's just loud. The point is how do we feel at this point about Juneteenth being air quote commercialized, how do we feel that everybody gets the opportunity to celebrate and to have off to buy the uh, Walmart? Remember they had that ice cream last year. They took it off the shelves. Okay. They took it out the freezer section, but things like that. How do we feel personally? I still don't know how to feel. Ooh, I still don't know how to feel. Y'all know me. I feel like I want to be, and I don't, well, I'll take that back. I don't mind being viewed as a gatekeeper of blackness. I'm not one of those people when somebody do something cool, we be like, oh, they invited to the cookout. Nope. You still can't come. You still can't come. I don't know. I, I, you cool, but you can't come. So I don't mind taking a stance to say there are certain things that are for black people the same way there are certain things for southeast asian people and native american indigenous people there's like we're not going to be doing like having doing powwows like there's certain things we're not going to be doing and i'm totally fine with that so i still don't know how to feel about everybody celebrating juneteenth 
only because if you're going to celebrate it, if, and if you're not a black person, I need you to respect what it's about. And if you're going to have the day off, I need you to respect it because there's a lot of people that had Juneteenth off that don't think black lives matter, who don't fool with black people, who don't want black people to have opportunity, who be out here with the red hat on and be living their lives in a state of bigotry. That is a fact. So for reasons like that, I still feel mm, weird about Juneteenth being a national or federal holiday. Now, am I happy I got the day off? Hell yeah, okay, give me the day off. I'm about to kick back. My ancestors worked for free. So on that day, I will not be partaking in the work of man, okay? So I'm happy about that for myself and for my fellow uh, blacketeers. But I still, I, I still don't know how to feel. I will say though, I am happy that so far I went through Target and I walked through Target um, before. I didn't see no Juneteenth paper plates. Because remember they had people were posting pictures last year of all these, the napkins and stuff. I didn't see the Juneteenth. I did not see the Juneteenth plates, the Juneteenth cups, the, the, the tablecloths that said it's the freedom for me. I did not see that. So I'm happy about that. Because again... The same way people be wearing flag clothes on the 4th of July is bound to happen for Juneteenth. And that makes me uncomfortable. Now, I could be tripping. This could all be me just being raggedy, okay? Having a raggedy way of thinking. But I don't know how to feel about this. So I'm processing it. And I feel like a lot of us will be continuing to do that as well for at least a few years. But what do I predict? Oh, by the time uh, some of us who have kids, and I'm not saying us like I got kids, but I'm looping us in our, our age demographic. By the time our kids are like in college or grown, child, they gonna, Juneteenth going to be like the fourth without the fireworks. It's going to be just super commercialized. It's people going to forget, you know, they kicking black history out of schools in the South. So some people ain't even going to be taught about it in general. They just going to have a day off and they ain't even going to be able to know why. So let me know what y'all thoughts are. And I'm going to take my day off. Okay. I kicked back. Okay. I have me, I kicked back, kicked it in honor of my ancestors. So what do y'all think about Juneteenth and the commercialization of it or the pending commercialization of it? And also, did you do something special to celebrate? You know, out here in L.A. and South L.A. about around Lamert Park, which is like, um, well, it's historically a black neighborhood, but, you know, they gentrifying. They had a huge festival this year. They had one last year, and I believe maybe the year before that. This year, it was part, had a bunch of sponsors, mainly Amazon Music, and they had a bunch of stages, performances, Wale performed, Jasmine Sullivan. So it was packed down there. I didn't get to make it down there because I was running around, and it was just too late. But did they do something like that in your area? Did you have a barbecue or cook out the house? Did you chill out, or did you have to work? Hmm? Let me know. Hit me up and let me know what your thoughts overall about Juneteenth are. You can find me at Canelia. Another interesting thing happened on Juneteenth. 
we were sound asleep. I was in the bed, woke up early. My alarm went off. So rolled over, you know, checked my phone. I try not to check social media early, but it was the day off. So on the day off, I break all of my rules. So I logged on to Instagram, checked in on Twitter, Facebook, and apparently Kamora Lee woke up and took to Instagram live to air out Russell Simmons apparently and let me add her daughter and I'm, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it was it Iko or Oiko I don't know how to pronounce the, the daughter's name I know there's Ming and I know there's the other daughter so for the sake of this conversation I'm gonna say Iko but it could be wrong and if it's wrong I'm sorry please correct me because I don't want to get that wrong beautiful girls great personality she just graduated from harvard i believe she was the youngest person in her class to graduate she's like 19 and she like walked her others her older sister ming graduated from either nyu or ucla one of the schools so they're doing very well they're both modeling fantastic it seems like a great family kimora apparently they were felt the need to expose Russell Simmons for some reason. I don't know what sparked it because it was a lot of videos flying, but they were all in distress, very emotional about it because allegedly, according to them, allegedly Russell Simmons has been gaslighting them, harassing them, threatening to cut off the kids of their inheritance. He's broke and he has been on a tirade for many, many years and they've all been covering for him and just taking this abusive behavior. Allegedly. Let me say this. Allegedly. Because y'all ain't about to, hey, we ain't about to, hey, man. Allegedly. So all of them, except me, because I don't think we saw any Instagram posts from her, but they were dropping receipts. Iko was putting in, was dropping text messages between her and her father about his behavior. He was claiming that Kimora took all of his money. He blames her for not having anything. Uh, Kimora was saying how she's covering up for him. Just, it was just so much. But it seemed like they were finally fed up and something happened where they were like, I'm, I'm airing him out. Now, if you forget, or some people I'm learning on social media, looking around, people did not realize this. Russell Simmons is accused or has been accused of rape or and or sexual assault by more than 20 women over the span of since the 1990s up until now he's in currently in bali doing yoga and stuff okay there was also a documentary that came out around 2019 i believe called on the record and it's currently on hbo max or now max so you can still watch it where Drew Dixon and a bunch of other women who were alleging that he assaulted them. Some of the other women were um, Syl Lai Abrams. And these are some of the women who accused him. They may not necessarily be in the documentary. Sherry Hines, uh, Jenny Lamette, Alexia Norton Jones. And again, Drew Dixon was a former exec at Def Jam who alleged that Russell Simmons raped her and then basically sabotaged and ruined her career because she did not accept his, um, their, his additional, 
advances, sexual advances. It ruined her career. He ruined it. Allegedly, that's what she's saying. So there was a documentary that addressed this. But a lot of people seem very shocked about all of this information, especially after Kimora insinuated that Russell has been getting away with things. She did not accuse him of assault and on her lives, but she insinuated that he's been getting away with things for so long, which started people to, to do digging. So that all has happened. So I'm not really going to go deeper into that because the information is out there. It's for you to read. There was a New York Times article by Drew. There has been many, a lot of research. It was looped into the Me Too movement when we were having all of those conversations and discussions, but it got swept under the rug, especially considering Oprah Winfrey was a part of the documentary and pulled out right before it went to, I believe, Sundance. Now, I watched a clip recently that Oprah did and she was talking to Gail on CBS and they were asking her about it. And she was saying it wasn't because Russell Simmons was allegedly, we'll say allegedly threatening her and putting pressure on her to not release it and to back out of it. It was because there were edits to the documentary that she wanted to make and changes that she wanted to make and critique that she got, that she wanted to fix, that she did not feel like she could put her name on it because they did not make the changes that she wanted to make. So with all that said, put, put that in a box and put that over there, but don't put it in a box and, and put the lid on. We got the, the lid still open. Okay. Cause the information is still out there and I want y'all to do y'all own research and I want y'all to watch the documentary and form your, your, your opinion about it. But a lot of people were on social media kind of attacking the kids to kind of say, Oh, these are privileged problems. Your dad cutting you off. He won't send you money for an Uber. Boo hoo, boo hoo, boo hoo. Y'all. I need us to stop thinking that just because a family has money or it is assumed that a family has money and that kids are well off or it's assumed that they're well off or privileged kids, that they can't go through traumatic events and traumatic experiences and things don't affect them the way that affect us. I want us to stop thinking that. Just because you grew up and you had access to, to more than some people, doesn't mean that some things can't traumatize you and be damaging. I, we really got to stop thinking that trauma belongs to the poor or trauma belongs to the downtrodden. That having money and access eliminates you from any drama, family beef, gaslighting, any of that. Having money and access does not remove you from that matter of fact listen I know a lot of people I know a lot of poor people I know a lot of people doing okay in this economy I know a lot of people who was doing okay and they starting to dwindle because it is real okay I know people with money and let me tell you something some of the ones with money mm, ah, 
some of them emotionally and, 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 and as far as, you know, the, the things going on in their life, some of them doing worse than the ones that ain't really got it like that. So I really want us all to shift our perspective. So when we hear somebody who is doing well, or we assume that they're doing well, that to, to think that they can't be going through some shit. And in that case, those cases, I really appreciate how younger women and men and, and, and Gen Z have the language to describe some of the things that they're experiencing. They're able to say, I'm being gaslit. They're able to say this is emotional abuse. They're able to express these things and put a word on it in a definition. Whereas before, back in the day, we didn't have that. We would just be like, man, they treat me shady. Something going on. I can't put my finger on it. So I really appreciate that these girls and whether they are telling the truth, putting a little extra, adding a little extra stank on it, emotion, who knows? But I also don't think they're lying. But, but I appreciate that they are able to describe and express that. And it hurt me or made me, it made me. It was, I was disappointed to see so many people trying to negate their experiences and negate what they were, were talking about just because their socioeconomic status. That really disappointed me. So with that, I just want to say again, you do not have to be in a certain class, color, have a certain education level to experience trauma or bad behavior from somebody. You can be abused by friends, family, strangers, colleagues, regardless of who you are, where you live, what kind of money you got. If you got a bank account, hell, if you got a rush card, you can still get abused. So let's do better at not trying to not discount people's experiences just because we assume something otherwise or something else. Can we do that? Let's do that. Let me know your thoughts about all of it. And if you saw all the drama in Sue, you can hit me up on social media and I would love to hear any of y'all's thoughts. If you've already watched on the record, the documentary um, about the assault claims against uh, Mr. Simmons. It again is still on HBO Max, AKA Max, because they merged with Cinemax and that's a whole nother story. Don't get me talking. Girl, child. It's so much random shit on that app now. You open it, whatever. Um, It's still available. So if you watch or if you're going to watch, let's talk about your thoughts uh, surrounding it. And if a lot of people chime in about it and say they've watched or got some new information, I'll bring it back up on Black News and we'll kind of discuss and go through all of our findings, especially considering where we are right now with people having more eyes on the situation due to Kamora Lee and her daughter going on Instagram Live and essentially outing their father's bad behavior, allegedly. Hit me up with your thoughts and let me know about all of that. Uh, And uh, you can find me at Canelia. So a few weeks ago, I reported on the rumor that Jonathan Majors and Megan Good was dating. I said, I don't know. We ain't got no facts. They made no statement. We don't know if that's the truth. People just be talking and on the internet, making up stuff. You can literally log into the internet right now, 
say a tell a lie and people be like yop 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 because yop because that's true yeah yeah that's true well in this case it's true okay they dating the pap the paps done caught them on trips holding hands they even got a picture of them coming out of red lobster and let me tell y'all something about los angeles county you really got to be dating somebody to be going to Red Lobster because them Red Lobsters out here ain't accessible. Okay, you got to drive. It's like three Red Lobsters in LA County. LA County has more people in it than some people's entire state. There are millions of people in LA County. It's massive. They're like three Red Lobsters and they all in the cut. One down in black LA. One is deep in the valley and the other one out by Six Flags. And I know if y'all not out here, y'all don't know what that means, but just know it's far as hell. So you got to be in a relationship with somebody to venture out to the Red Lobster. It's too far. So it's safe to say that they go together. Okay. They go together while it wasn't officially communicated. We saw them. But the other day there was... And by the other day, I mean the day that I'm recording this podcast episode. It's the day that Jonathan Majors was to appear in court to address the assault allegations against him by that woman he was allegedly in a relationship with who said that he was assaulting her in the taxi cab. Megan Good was with Jonathan Majors walking into the courthouse. They were hand to hand. And and seeing the video, I always try to... uh, to put myself in people's shoes or try to figure out what would I do in certain situations, especially as an older woman who's dating, because you know what they say. They say, when you get older, you just start settling. Now, why I can understand how that's true. I also don't necessarily think it's a hundred percent the case because you just literally don't be having the patience for some things when you get older. So you don't settle because you physically can't handle it. Okay. If you come in here and you tracking dirt all in my apartment, it's not going to work. Okay. You dirty. It ain't going to work. We, we, we older women, we leave men for for stuff that it, it ain't going to work. So when I saw them hand in hand in the courthouse, I was trying to pick put myself in a situation to, to ask myself, would I stick by my man? And I'm not saying husband, sure, depending on what he was on trial for. Because if you out here doing something like murdering, I can't, I can't ride with you, player. Okay, you murder, I can't ride with you, play boy, my boy. If you did something, and you, hey, and I, I'm gonna stick by you. But if I had a boyfriend, would I stick by him at the courthouse? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I if I'll go together with somebody and they had a case and it involved something like that. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't I'm not necessarily what you call ride or die cuz I ain't dying for nobody. Okay? I'll ride with you. But if it's going to be some danger, I got you to get out the vehicle. So I was like, the whole time I was like, what would I do? Would I go to court? Would I support? Would I walk in hand in hand? Or would I sneak into the back? Would I be in that first row? Would I be cheering you on? Would I be waiting at the house? Would I make a statement? What would I do? And I honestly do not know. 
What would y'all do in, in, in this case? Now, again, this is saying we don't know nothing about this, but a lot of people are alleging that this couple, they've been together for longer than we assume to be able to get to this point where you supporting somebody. Cause if you just met somebody on hinge or bumble today, now I met you a couple weeks ago, player, I ain't showing up. I don't even know you. I'm still meeting you at the restaurant. You can't even pick me up at my house. So people are alleging, and again, I'm saying this alleged because this, this is all speculation. People are assuming that the person that Jonathan Majors was texting that triggered the outburst in the situation in the taxi cab, they're assuming that she was, he was texting Megan good. And they're thinking that they've been together longer than we all think, which could be, a, a, it could be true or it could be false. We don't know. Hell, last week y'all was saying that Khalees was dating Bill Murray. We still ain't got the facts about that. So literally people could just make up anything. But in this case, they are together kicking and dating or holding hand. They on holding hand level. So what would you do in a relationship? Not even if you are her and he is him. If you were in a relationship and somebody got, got yammed up, you going to stick by your man or you going to dip set? I feel like if I ask men that I already know the answer, y'all going to leave. I think I saw a statistic somewhere that said the majority of women in prison don't get visited and they get abandoned by their spouses because men just don't be, won't, won't be dealing with that. So, but again, assuming allegedly that's what be happening, but let me know, let me know y'all thoughts. Are you ride or die? Okay. Are you ride or die? Are you ride and flee? Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. On this week's episode of Black News, we discussed Juneteenth 2023 and our thoughts around it so far, specifically two or maybe three years, I believe it's two, after it became a federal holiday. We also gave an update about the drama that is going on between Kamorley and Russell Simmons and how they all as a family took to Instagram to let out anger and grievances amongst the family. And lastly, we did a quick update about Megan Good and Jonathan Majors. Let me know what you thought about all these topics, some or none, and I'll check back with you guys next time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in a Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time, same time, same place. Bye.